listening to Tarot Visions. You lucky devil. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Rose. How's it going? Not bad. How was your New Year's? Oh, I had a really fun New Year's. So we invited friends over for New Year's. Uh Uh-huh. And we actually, well, we were going to play some board games, but that didn't happen. Instead, we just had like seven people over besides me and my partner, Kendra. And we Mm -hmm. just sat around and talked. About midway through, though, I went and did a tarot event for a birthday slash New Year's party. Oh, how fun. So I went away, did my event for a couple hours, came back, and some of our friends stayed. Oh, nice. Because I got back three minutes after midnight. Oh, cool. I had my... I don't drink alcohol, so it wasn't champagne. It was just bubbly, non-alcoholic stuff. So I had my glass. Uh-huh. Everybody else had their champagne. We chatted till about nice. the morning. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what we did was attended a party, which happens every year. We don't always go only because we have either other events we're doing or, hey, it's our anniversary. Let's go do something just us. Because, indeed, my anniversary is the 31st of December. And uh, so that was really cool. And then the next day, we invited friends over who live in Nevada City for a brunch before they headed out to home. So that was good. And, of course, then it was the, okay, so how do we do that thing called pulling cards for the year? And I realized that my idea for this year is the do one card each month and then do the 13th card that I pull is the overview. And it's been interesting to see what comes up and then I'll write them down, go back and look at them and see how that goes. But you are a crazy champion with this kind of thing, aren't you? What is it you exactly do? Share with our listeners because I don't know if they understand. Okay, well, I think this is the third year I've done it because I can't remember if I started this in 2017 or 2018. Okay. I know I did it in 2018 because I went back this year and of course last year and kind of did a review, but I pull 36 cards. 36. Yeah. However, listeners, this isn't 36 tarot cards. It's, I use three decks. So I choose two Oracle decks and then I use a tarot deck and I don't use one of my main working decks for this either because I tend to keep some of the cards out every month as I'm working with this. So this is a technique I learned from Jennifer Diallo. She does these wonderful three-month card spreads, but does them throughout the year. So three cards a month equals 36 cards a year. So how I do it is I pulled a Oracle deck, one that I think would make a good thematic thing. So I pulled 12 cards from this deck, and that becomes the theme of each month. This year, I'm using the Sovereign Oracle from Teresa Piedmore, who is a local Portlander. And I've gotten cards like Thrive, Knowledge, Sensuality, Restriction, Undergrowth. And January's card is Thrive. So on the cards, each there's like three little steps that you can do. So Thrive happens to say, imagine an easeful, prosperous outcome. Create a pathway to resources that support your vision. Release any tendency to assume a struggle is necessary. So I'm tasked this month to figure out ways that I can thrive. And I use this as a setting for everything, personal, spiritual, business-related, tarot, everything. 
So now I've just been kind of sitting around since the first and trying to figure out exactly how am I supposed to thrive? What are the pathways to get my resources? What resources am I supposed to need? Mm-hmm. The second card in this series is the tarot card. This year I'm using the Nicola Sorosi deck. This one's the mini ones. So I decided this year that I wanted to do mini oracles. And the Sovereign Oracle is very tiny. And so is the Sorosi deck. They're all really kind of mini because I wanted to keep all three cards up at my desk. So I pulled the King of Swords for this one. It's got a little girl with a knife having her cake and eating it too. So that is my how card for this month. And I've got, I pulled all the other ones. I don't have them in front of me right now because I'm, sometimes I'll, I'll start working on each month kind of right away. Others, I just kind of set aside. So I've got all the other months pulled aside, put on my altar. And at February 1st, I'll pick up that next pack of three and I will look up and see what the theme is, what the how. And then the final card I decided to do was a, it's another Oracle deck. This one's the Animatras Tarot. And this one's kind of a helper. In the past, this has been like a mantra or a spirit cat helper or something else that I've kind of kept on my desk to remind me of the theme and how I was supposed to do. And that worked really well. However, the one thing I've had listeners of the podcast as well as friends notice on my blog, I, I would post these monthly posts, which you can go and you can see my Thrive Month currently right now. But I never really wrapped them up, like did any reflection. And reflection is an important part of the planning process to anything. For those of you that are computer geeks or in the computer industry, you have kickoff meetings and then you have wrap-up meetings. And I've never really done this with this plan. So this year, I wanted to have all three cards out so I could try and integrate this daily, really think about exactly how these cards are affecting me. And then at the end of the month, I'm going to do a wrap-up kind of how that month went with these three cards before I introduce the next set. So I'm trying to put more intention and more thought into this to really make this planning stuff work. Because I like to plan. I've got my calendars. I like to think long-term and do projects. And planning with tarot can be fun. And it's something I really enjoy. Productivity is really one of my favorite things. That's an understatement. Yeah. I would say that is an understatement for you, Jamie. You are a super planner and I love it. It really is very inspiring. And it also is that point of using paper calendars versus just online calendars. I kind of admire that about you. And it always inspires me every January to pick up for me. I grab the witch's date book from the Wellen and I go through it and I start. And then sometimes it just kind of ends up in the pockets of things because again, paper calendar. Yeah, that's always happened to me too. In the past, a lot of the planners, especially when you're working from home and doing your own thing, like, you know, freelance writer, podcaster, all that. I do use more of my online calendar just because people like Rose or my partner need to have access to it to schedule things. And that's just easier than saying, look in my bag when you get home for my planner. So my planner tends to be a combination of like tarot stuff or journaling or like the bullet system, which I like to use these days. Mm -hmm. Back when I had a day job, yeah, I loved using index cards for my planner or having a calendar spread out on my desk to show me when I would have to do kickoff meetings or end meetings. But for those of you that don't know, in my previous day job, kind of one of my other hobbies was being a creative consultant at DIYplanner.com. So it's a site that used to make 
and I think you can still download blank templates to kind of fit in 2020 and beyond, but it was a planner production collective and there was a bunch of us that would write articles and posts and show off how we did paper planning. And I did a whole series using tarot. I also did journaling for them. Like here's a bunch of creative things you could put in your planners. And this was all before the bullet journaling art craze. This was kind of in tandem with art journaling as well, because art journaling has been around forever. So it's just, yeah, it's a love that I've gotten kind of this weird, how can I put planning into my day job as a freelancer and how much planning can I put tarot into it? Mm Mm-hmm. And and again, I would recommend Jamie's blog. Anytime you need inspiration, it's always inspiring to me. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about with this whole pulling for the year, and I like the fact that you're realizing you're going back and doing reflection of how did it go. And I think we all should remember to do that. I know I sometimes forget as well, but we should also look at how do we encourage that for each other. And I think just having that check-in, okay, it's the the last day of the month, checking in with each other. So find a buddy, folks, and do that for yourselves, because it'll help you be accountable, too. And my January card was the moon. Mm-hmm. I don't pick 36, but I might start picking a secondary card just to have that backup as a tarot and then an oracle, because that's a really great idea. Yeah, I like it. I'm stealing it, Jamie. I'm stealing it. That's fine. We have all these decks, and... You know, last year to me was the year of the Oracle because I was buying a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And if I'm buying them, I want to play with them and use them. So this is just one fun thing you can do throughout the month to use right. both and, and play. So again, I was just going to say is that, you know, I pulled from the um, All Hallows Tarot that was put out a while ago. And it's one of my favorite decks because I like Halloween-y type things. And so I'm going to probably work on, you know, every month putting the, here's the card of the month on my blogs and stuff. So yeah, that's kind of the fun part. So I think what both Jamie and I are going to probably do is do an overview of all of the cards we pulled at some point. I don't know how you're going to do it. I, that was my plan. So just so look for that post on my blog and then, you know, we can revisit it every month just to Mm -hmm. see. And that might be something for you guys to do if you're hesitant about what do I do with tarot on a monthly basis or a weekly basis, you know, pull a card for your month and that's your overview for your month. And what can you do to interact with that? And, you know, do the Oracle as well that like, for example, that Jamie had with those prompts of how's ways you can take the idea of that card and incorporate it into your daily life. So this has been really fun being able to do this quick check-in with you, Jamie, at the end of the month of January, and then, you know, getting ready to start February. So I will poke at you online and folks, you can poke at us online on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account. You can also reach us directly at our personal accounts. So please feel free to do so. Again, thank you, Michael Charbonneau, for being our editor of our podcast and thank you Kendra for the beautiful music at the beginning and end of our podcast we really appreciate it welcome to 2020 or it's not really welcome because it's the last one of the month but you know it's the personal one thank you for listening to Tarot Visions a podcast for the modern oracle To keep the conversation going, find us on Facebook at Tarot Visions US or follow us on Twitter at Tarot underscore Visions. 